I'm in control. Now I'm all grown up. Woo. I am. Anyway, good morning. How is everyone doing today? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, we have a good topic, I think. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about what is it that you can control, really control, and what is it that you can't? Is there anything that you can't? Well, there are. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things you can't. There are a lot of things that you can't. I think that I think that you might be right. Let's talk about it, baby. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back in a moment. Back in a moment. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This morning we are talking about, whoops, I put the wrong one up. We're talking about control. I actually couldn't get um, Janet Jackson's song out of my head. Try as I might. Try as I might. But what is control? How much do we really have? And what can and cannot we control? Yeah, that's that's where I was taking it. You know, last night I was listening to um, the uh, uh, an hour or some change of the greatest quotes of all time. The greatest quotes of all time. Good morning, Chef Rev. And a lot of them were from Socrates and Plato and Greek and uh, philosophers that I never heard of before. But some You've of the, heard of them before. May not by name, but I've known them by the quotes. Okay. And some of the quotes were amazing, but a lot of the quotes had something to do with um, acceptance and control. Yes, and nothing is new under the sun. As much as I look for um, these because I'm always looking for quotes. I like to read things. Mm-hmm. It helps me to ground. Um, they always, they are always paraphrased or um, un, or someone else's interpretation of, of a scripture. In the Bible, yeah. Yes. So many of them come from some interpretation or some paraphrasing of the Bible. Yes. Okay. Particularly Which, Psalms, Proverbs, uh, and the New Testament. Yes. <laughs> Which makes the Bible the greatest book of quotes ever. And and uh, definitely, uh, absolutely. It's one and of the greatest motivational books ever. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Colossians, also. One of the greatest motivational books ever. So, um, but we just named four books that we know has a lot of great quotes in it. Actually, the whole thing got quotes in it. <laughs> It has quotes, messages, lessons, everything, everything, parables. everything, parables. But you know what it has? <clears throat> stories. Yeah, stories. <laughs> I actually thought, you know, it was an amazing moment. I have to take uh, mo- uh, off moment. Amazing moment. So they, they, this is something that I was trying to watch as I was trying to sort of disengage for a moment, right? They, the people in the upper echelon of this particular hospital had the responsibility of convincing the board to finance a particular thing that they wanted. So they went about, 
gathering all the statistics and all the data and making their pie charts and their flap graphs and their blooty bloops and everything else. And it was just going, and then someone stood up and told a story about how if only this thing existed when they needed it, they would not have lost this loved one. It's classic. What is it? The story. And then the entire board suddenly began to be engaged and suddenly funded the project. The whole history arcs on stories. It arcs on stories. Um, uh, Mr. Rogers. Oh my goodness, and his Rogers. fundraising efforts. With a simple story of what story. does it mean to read to a child. Absolutely. Okay? That story. Um, the classic sales story. Two gemologists, two men work in a jewelry, a diamond store, jewelry store. Two men. One man knows all about cut clarity and carrot. He knows about where the diamonds are from. <clears> he knows <throat> all about diamonds. He's a gemologist. Studied them to the end. Hey, Glenda, darling. The other guy outsells them every month. Mm. The other guy doesn't know a tenth of what he knows. The guy that knows so much, he likes to tell his clients all about cut clarity and oh, bleep, blah, bleep, bleep, blah, bleep. And he tells them about <laughs> Israel diamonds versus Africa diamonds and all this stuff. And the other guy outsells them every month. The other guy doesn't know nearly as much, but the other guy simply loves diamonds. Mm. And he sells with love. When the brain and the heart are in conflict, the heart invariably wins. Sell to the heart, not to the brain. I think that that probably is the challenge that I have. We were talking. It's uh, a lot of people's challenge. Maybe we weren't talking about it. Maybe I was dealing with it. That, that there's a particular group that I am involved in. I am very. I am both heart centered and cerebral. My, mm -hmm. I, I'm a thinker and a and a feeler, right? But whenever I'm with this particular body of individuals, I click off and tune out and want to run away. And they are very, very um, pedantic and in, in uh, their conversations are very, very pedantic, very um, almost corporately structured. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just a divide with my, there's, there's a divide in there. Well, it's because you're a normal person. Normal people are, are moved by stories more than facts, figures, and buildings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Normal people are. Nine times faster. People buy what they want more than what they need. It's a challenge in my profession as a sales coach, as a sales confidence coach. When I'm helping someone that's in insurance or financial services or talking about money and taxes, those people have a difficult time selling on, because it's so easy for them to get and lost it, in the thought and the and the numbers and yeah. how much sense it makes and how smart it is to do this and how dumb it is to do that. Right. The technical side, that makes sense almost. to them. Okay, and it's so easy for them to sell with their brains, 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 brains. And I'm not telling anybody to forego their brains. However, if you, what do you want? Do you want to impress or do you want to make money? I like both. <laughs> okay, well, you're gonna have to <laughs> sell to sell John Jay what John Jay buys. You have to be able to sell it through John Jay's eyes. Absolutely. And his eyes don't look like that. They don't look at the things you look at. You know, that's actually absolutely true. I had the opportunity for uh, three projects that I was working okay. uh, to decide if we were going to take them on. And in all honesty, one of them could have easily been handled 
but it didn't connect with the mission or the ministry. I saw how it could, but it, every time I tried to present how it could connect, it there was that was poo-pooed. It was almost yeah. like, yeah, sure. So that they gotta part. go because fit before fee. Right. It has to fit. It's gotta fit. As much as I tried to share and explain, you know, this this story is is an important story because of X, Y, and Z or whatever. Yes, and they wanted to go back to the clinical. That's the part that they like. Okay? Yes. But they don't sell to yourself. <laughs> you sell to other people. But that's not the topic for today. The good topic morning, today. Good morning, um, Chef Rev. Good morning, Sister Glenda. Good morning, Sister Katura. How are you guys doing? Uh, good morning, Sister Jacqueline. According to Jacqueline, <laughs> uh, she's singing, Oh, what a beautiful oh, morning. Oh, what a beautiful uh, Buenos morning. Buenos dias, Barbara. Buenos dias, Sister Jacqueline. Buenos dias. Uh, Actually, the topic today. Go yes. Ahead. The topic for today is what is it that we can really control? Yes. And what is it that we cannot? What is it that you can control? And what is it that you cannot? I think that what we've been talking about does fall along those lines. Good morning, Deborah. We haven't seen you in quite a bit. Good morning, Miss Deborah Cross. How you doing? Yes, how you doing? You know, Zippy hangs with us. <laughs> Zippy Buzzy B. <laughs> right over there, up there on that show. He stays with us. He lives um, with us. <laughs> so I think the things that, and I think we were thinking about different things when we were talking about what is it that we really can control. Right. When I was talking, when I was thinking about, when I came up with the topic, it was late last night. Yes. About what is it that we can control? Right. I was thinking about what we choose to watch. Yes. What we choose to listen to. Yes. We can control that. Absolutely. How much we eat and when we eat. Woo, you're down my street. You're down yeah. my street. Both of those things, I woke up with them as well. Okay. Maybe in different perspectives. I woke up a little bit earlier than you. And when I woke up, I immediately had a thought that I had to replace. Okay. No, that I chose to replace. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that, and thought that you didn't want to hold on I to. I thought that I didn't want to hold on to that I chose to replace. Okay. And I chose to replace it initially with a different thought. Okay. And then I remembered that the best way to change a thought is often to change an action. Okay, get up and move? Get up and move, right? Mm -hmm. So I got up immediately and left. Left the room, went downstairs and I uh, got on the bike first and then I got on the elliptical. But then the thoughts kept on like I could move and the thoughts were still there. And so then I, I decided to put on something that would um, distract my thought. I thought okay. I thought that it was going to distract my thought, but it didn't. For some reason, my thought was still there, even though I felt like I was covering it with new thoughts. I was covering it with different actions. I was covering it with different words. I was covering it with different concentration. Mm -hmm. Like I thought I was doing all of those things. And then I decided that I had to do something even more than that, which is what you heard this morning was singing. Mm -hmm. I had to replace the thought audibly. I had to overpower the thought, although I was watching something and listening to something, I had to replace it with my own activity of my voice overpowering that thought because okay. I am in control of what I think, have, and do. Well, it took you a battle today. It wasn't an easy one. You know, sometimes we're going to easily do it. And it's it. not over. Okay. Because <laughs> that's deeply rooted. Yes. So what say you? Um, what do you believe it is, Sister Jacqueline, Sister Katura? What do you believe it is, um, Sister Deborah, that we can control? What can you really control? What can you really control? And what can you not I mean, I believe, like, if you throw a ball, 
if you throw a ball, you merely get to influence where it goes. Hmm. Okay. Like I'm throwing it over in that direction, it's going to go in that direction. If I throw it in that direction, it's not likely to go over there. Mm-hmm. You so mean I'm all the times you miss the basket trying to throw things into the trash can? Who, me? <laughs> yeah, you. Never miss that. But anyway, um, <laughs> so you can influence where it goes, yes. but once it leaves your influence, once it leaves your hand, I don't have much control anymore. It's out of my control now. If the I wind comes control. or someone blocks it, I can't control whether the wind comes and knocks it down or someone th- sticks their hand up in a way. I n- cannot control that. So once it leaves your hand, how much can you really control things? Katora says your words, your actions. The key word in that statement is yours. Yes. That's really where control comes you in. You can control what you, you say. What you say. And what you do. What you do and what you think. That's you, a- you is the key word. Um, I choose to say I am or I is the key word because while I am the you in that particular situation, when I say I am, I'm, a re- I'm reminded of a power that in conjunction with me is the greatest that exists. You know, this control over others has been a struggle for the history of the earth. I was about, I was, I was listening for like how long you were going to say. For the history of the planet. <laughs> yes, yeah, as life, we know it. For example, the U.S. military, okay, any military, okay, their job is to get you right, to right. execute instead of think, okay? George Washington came up with this concept. How do I get this large group of guys from here to over there? So they came up with marching, okay, and marching in formation, mm-hmm. and then practicing how to march in formation, called a drill and ceremonies. Yes, okay. that was actually interesting. You, did you know I was um I was I was in the color guard and I did know you were in the color guard. Yes. Right. So what that one of the earliest drills was after they learned after they taught you what the different words meant, what the different flanks, this 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 mm-hmm. and this, they would actually blindfold us. Because we were supposed to not go based upon what we saw, but only based upon what we heard. Right. So the point is, all that practice is to get you to execute and not think. Yes. However, history is history of the world is littered with people who were trained to do it one way and end up saving the world or saving the mission by doing it on their own individual thought because they can't beat that out or train that out of any as hard as they try as hard as they try they can't get it out of any individual person to to influence it within your own abilities that's right even if you've been taught another way you've been taught a lot you go by the last order given no matter what they said okay go around there and get that okay but when you're going around there you see a little boy stuck in a ditch or you see something else you're going to stop and help them even though that's not what you were told so they can't they can't execute out individual thought from anybody. Hmm. And that's military is one case. How about our teenagers? Hmm. How about our children? <laughs> we do our best as parents to influence them. But once they leave our house, how much control do you really have? Yeah. Well, and I, but I think I think that it really goes back to um, the origination of it in, in, in the whole concept. Deborah says, Deborah Cross says, I control the moment. The what I do and say right right now, now. I control my response situationally. Situationally. Absolutely. Um, Again, going back to this is three people now. You, uh, Katura, and um, and Deborah and Deborah can talk about the response. 
That's I think that's half of the it. The I and the U. That's where all the control is. <coughs> I think Leanne. that's half of it. Leanne says the strength in I am is that it becomes your identity, which is even stronger than an intention. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That that is the foundation. Well, I mean, that is why you can find me at I am Lisasantiago.com, right? Because I am goes before me. I am, or when God says, Who do you say that says sent me? I am goes before me. Sister Leanne, that um that was so illustrated in my life one time. I had to ponder. Because there was a season of my life where things weren't going well. I had no clients. I had no money. And someone asked me somewhere, what do you, I mean, what do you do? I'm a sales coach. It just flew out of my mouth. And I knew I wasn't coaching anybody. I didn't have any clients. But <laughs> I was like, why would I say I'm a sales coach when I'm not coaching anybody? Because it's who I identified with. Just like Leanne said, I believed I was. And that's what came out. Just yeah, flew so out. Absolutely. Good morning, Latanya. Good morning, Vivian. Good morning, Ms. Today we're Latanya talking Black. about control. We're talking about what is control, what can and can you not control. I also want to remind you that today is the first Tuesday of the month. And on the first Tuesday of the month, Men and Women Empowerment Net Networks, Men and When, Male Empowerment Networks, and Women Empowerment Networks meet virtually, independently, via Zoom. You can go to womenempowermentnetworks.com to register and join us tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or you could go to maleempowermentnetworks.com to register to attend with the men at First 7 Tuesday and third Tuesday when we get it in, we create a safe space where men can talk it out. Yes. And, and I think we need that space right now. And we are looking forward to you and your power and your energy in that space. So, good morning, Latanya, Vivian. Good morning. And so, as you were talking about, so how do we control it? I was, I had a flood of too many different okay. thoughts to get it out at the same time. Um, I was thinking again of the elephant and how the intention is to control that elephant before it gets too big to control. Or yes, or strong enough mentally mm -hmm. or physically. Yes. You know how they train an elephant to be led around the circus with a rope? Do you know how they do it? What they do is, and when the elephant's a baby, when the elephant's small, they put a huge steel collar around its leg. And they have a huge metal chain attached to that collar. And they have it attached to a steel rod that's driven way deep into the ground. Mm -hmm. And they attach that baby elephant to it. And the baby elephant learns, tries and might. It tries for days. Mom is crying over it, all that kind of stuff. The baby learns that if something is attached to you, no matter how much you pull, no matter how much you scream and holler, you can't get loose. But that's exactly why I've said to you this before, and you questioned it. Um, I can tell when someone has been raised by a grandparent. Grandparents, yes. Right? I can tell when someone has been raised by a grandparent. Particularly, I'm not talking about grown people, although I can still see glimmers of that. But I particularly mean like millennials. I can tell when a millennial has been raised by a grandparent versus when they have been raised by a parent. Mm -hmm. It is often a parent because the grandparent is a second generation in figuring this out. They've obviously parented a child before, right? And so some of the mistakes, mistakes, or learning experiences that we go through as parents, they've already figured out. Right. And so that child- Typically is better mannered. <laughs> yes. But let me because, this point, though. Okay, so that elephant learns that it can't 
pull against that stake. Okay? Right. So and that's where the expression an elephant never forgets comes from mm. because they remember those lessons. Now, people say elephants have amazing memories. Well, they're talking really about one memory that you can't pull. Now, even though these elephants get led around circuses, the strongest things walking is an elephant. You know, led around the circus with just a rope. Every now and then, an elephant does rampage, okay? Does pull and knock over cars and knock down tents, okay? Throw its train around because it's internal. They know they're that strong. They know they're strong enough to knock down a tree and lift up a tree, but they're not strong enough to pull against the rope. It's because what they were learned. They were conditioned. They were conditioned. Over time. Sister Latanya says, control is being in charge of things or people. Seeking to make all the decisions or leading the situation. Some things we need not control. Some things we need more control. Interesting point, Sister Latanya. Interesting point and interesting perspective as well. I personally believe that... Um, Hard to control people. That control, yeah. That control of anything outside of yourself is a bit of an almost an anomaly if you listen to enough quotes like i was listening to last night man there i mean it seems like an overriding theme that you can't control any of that stuff outside of yourself mm. outside of yourself you know like you really cannot and and, and it'd be foolish to try <laughs> you know you influence you lead you persuade but ultimately they have to put their hand to the plow. They have to do what you said do. They have to decide to. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I found interesting that you shared about, um, that you shared, <laughs> I got to read Leanne's comment. Mm -hmm. She says, raising kids is like blowing up helium balloons. You fill them up with the same stuff, but when you let them go, you cannot control the direction that they float up to. Amen, amen. Similarly, you can fill all of your children up with the same influence, education, mindset, discipline, etc. And for a time, they are, they are all in the same place, Yes, being filled with the same things. But when you let them go, you don't have control over what direction they will take. Absolutely. Classic case, children growing up in the same household, the same loving parents, the same support system, same everything. One child ends up being productive, one child ends up not productive. What Why? Was, absolutely. What was the study we were reading one time about the... Um, the, the the children were all famous and accomplished, but the mother was being um, interviewed or whatever. And she was at the place where she didn't want to be interviewed. She didn't want to teach anyone to do that because she had to get rid of herself in order to raise a doctor and a lawyer and a lawyer and a doctor and a doctor and a doctor and a doctor. Mm -hmm. and all of that. Do you remember what that was? I do remember that story vaguely. And I remember what they looked like in the living room. Yeah. I remember that. But I don't, I don't know if I remember enough to be intelligent. That's where I am with it, too. Okay. But um, we got a couple the of good says, uh, uh, Yes, I agree. We can't control people unless they allow us. Thing is, <clears throat> some people don't know that they have the power or control of not allowing people to control them. Um, Ooh, that's a truism. That is a true statement. Um, and, and, and sadly, I believe what she just said about some people don't know they have the power or they don't realize they can control their lives. Absolutely. There's a lot of people. It's probably the majority of people. Yeah. There's a lot of circumstances where, and I think you and I have confronted it as well, where people are in the place where like, I can't stand this anymore. I got to deal with this every day. And, and we're looking at them sitting on the nail. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
just move that spot or move from there or change your you do thoughts have about that. You have that. the power but they didn't to realize it. it. But they don't imagine it. Even a lot of domestic violence situations, people might say, why didn't she just leave? Why didn't she just go? Even in cases where it's not financial and it's not physical, right? There sometimes has been placed this hold this control over an emotional facet of the individual that they don't believe that they don't have that they even have the power. I, I went through all that for the for a long time. I didn't believe that I had the right to ask for anything different. It happens to a lot of men, particularly because men grow up thinking they're supposed to know, and when they don't know, they put the blame on external forces, which is horrible to do because I can't get ahead because they're not hiring, or I can't get ahead because I can't do this and this and this. But they, all they need is just somebody to help to remind them that they can't take some control. Jacqueline had a question. Well, okay, you wanted to remark? Yeah. Let me remark first. Right. Then we'll get to Jacqueline's. Mark says, personally, I control my mind. What goes into it? Which is why I thought we would spend more time today, actually. But it's okay. <laughs> the thoughts that come from it. The strength, excellence, and determination that reside within it. Life is a lot easier because I choose to be the only person who controls my mind. Amen. I choose to be an only person. That's what I took out of that. Um, what's next was Deborah Cross. Jacqueline says, what can I control and what can I not? Good question. I've learned that I can only control me, myself, and I. Yes, I cannot control others and I can only react to others. I thought we were going to go to react versus respond as a part of control as well. Um, controlling my own thoughts, emotions, and words about whatever the moment I find myself in learning to keep control over myself and my own righteous mind is work, 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 and more work. It most certainly is. Yes. Uh, Deborah Cross says, I find that I lose myself when I try to control others. Mm. Instead, the power of influence, the power of influence affects others. Yes. Influence. We can influence someone else to be on one side or the other of you know what it is that you want them to do but control or force or it it it, it doesn't last no there's different types of ways you can get people to do stuff like fear for example for a while they're afraid of the punishment yeah doing. but it doesn't last it doesn't last because they get accustomed to the fear uh whooping somebody's butt works pretty good too. It doesn't last. Until it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> spanking that child works really good until they no longer fear the spankings. That's why you gotta you gotta space out just butt whoopers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's why I'm saying that there was a lot um that there was a lot of wisdom and knowledge in parenting the second and the third and the fourth generation. I was raised by my great great grandmother. There were a lot of things that I didn't understand, but whether I understood them or not, I knew if the answer was no, it was no. That's right. Dr. Beverly says, hello, good morning. Dr. Beverly, today we're talking about what is it that you really can control and what is it that you cannot control? Hmm. I, I thought we would spend more time talking about what we take in. I think we have a lot of control of what we watch. I think that was okay. Brother Mark's point. You know, he controls what he allows to be a part of him. And I definitely agree with that. And I actually thought about that a lot today, which was also a part of the activity as I got up this morning. Like I'm going to control what I put into my body. I'm going to control what I do with my body. I'm going to control what goes into my mind very deliberately and intentionally. 
And that way I have some influence over the mood, the activities, the thoughts that begin to come from me. Zig Ziglar had a quote, a hypocrite is the person that complains about all the drug sets and violence on their VCR. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's an old <laughs> reference, but. <laughs> uh, does anybody still have a VCR? I don't. Okay. But so let's come it. <laughs> a hypocrite is someone that complains about all the drug sets and sex and violence on their timeline. On their timeline or on their cable show or that on the movies they watch. <laughs> on this live streaming, on their streaming. Oh my gosh. That's what a hypocrite <laughs> is that complains about the stuff that they're choosing to partake in. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We get to choose. And again, that goes back to bi biblical, right? The Bible, mm -hmm. the scripture is choose you this day whom you shall serve. Mm -hmm. If it's God, let it be God. If it's Baal, let it be Baal. If he wants a mess, be mess. <laughs> Vivian says, why not? I still got a fax machine. <laughs> she did. A... She does. She actually called me and asked me because she faxed me something. Fax me something. <laughs> Might as well be carrier pigeon. <laughs> Who are you going to fax? <laughs> Uh, sell that thing. <laughs> some organizations still have to use fax. Okay. There might be some. Okay. <laughs> but they not embrace technology. Yeah. So what happens when you don't embrace technology? You end up losing. Okay. Unfortunately. Hey, Beverly, uniquely taking Nova Diva. Good morning, everybody. We're so yeah, glad that so you Dr. are here. Beverly, I mean, I still lean into the thing that I we know. have the most control over is what we um what we take in. Absolutely. Beverly says it's all a mindset because you can control what you're eating, but you can't control your, but can you control your cravings? You can control what you take in, but can you control what's what's late? What's late at your feet? What's late at your feet? You're doing talk to text. Y'all know I hate talk to text. Um, <laughs> you can uh, control what you see and watch, but can you control what you already know? I'm just saying that's the challenge. But I think that what I think that actually part of that is realizing that some things are out of your control. You guys remember me in 2019 and in 2020, right? There were some things that I didn't know. I didn't know intentionally. I did not know because I didn't watch, I didn't hear, I didn't listen, I didn't look because I didn't personally feel that I was equipped to impact those things in but the when big you picture. you chose to learn, like for example, e-commerce, when you chose to learn it, you chose to learn yes, it. Yes, but that was intentional is what I'm saying. You chose to, yes. which means it's intentional. Absolutely. Then you did know. I knew you... about that. Yes. I still didn't know what was going on in the world. Actually, that's an interesting point too. What's going on in the world? Last night, one of the quotes, one of the great quotes, probably the last quote I, I listened to before I went to bed, mm -hmm. and I went to bed marinating on this thought mm -hmm. that I am a part of what the whole world is doing, mm -hmm. just like a wave is a part of what the whole ocean is doing. Mm -hmm. Each individual. Man yes. Yeah. You see, you've been to the you've been to the beach, you've been to the ocean, you've seen yeah. waves. Those waves are a part of what that whole ocean is doing. Shout out to our empowerment circle. I want to tell you guys how much we appreciate And just like you, you are a part of Absolutely. what the whole world is doing. Each one of us is a pebble in the pond. And I think that that is a beautiful thought. And at the same time, we get to control our part in it. Katura said, yes, you can control your 
cravings. Okay. I saw a way to, I read a way to uh, handle cravings. We happen to have some in the house now. Have a few grapes. Okay. If you're craving junk food, eat a few grapes first and see if you still crave it because the natural sugars and grave are supposed to satiate you. So you're not craving that red velvet cake right now. Grapes. I guess, I guess. But the reason why I wanted to shout you guys out was here's what happened yesterday. Like I said, I've been managing, I've been choosing what I put in. And I was on the podcast system looking for something to listen to while I was working because I realized that I needed some passive listening that was still uplifting, right? And I stumbled upon the Empowerment Duo (laughs) podcast and I really got to hear... um, what you guys hear. I got to hear what you guys hear. I got to hear us laughing, us having fun. And a lot of times, and this may not happen to my husband, but a lot of times, sometimes I wonder, are we not being pedantic enough with what it is that we are bringing forth to talk about? Are we not being structured enough? Are are we not being specific enough about um, our topics, our points, our references? Are, are, Are we not doing those things? And I have I have in the past been concerned about that. I have been trying to corral things a lot of the times to really make it more structured. But what I realized by listening to it secondhand as a podcast, not watching it, not participating in it, it, but just listening to it and then switching to another similar morning podcast, I can see the benefit of us having these engaging conversations about something about nothing. Thank you, Katora. She says she absolutely loves our format that's peppered with laughter and silliness and thrown in with points. And I certainly hope that you guys feel the same way. I appreciate that. And I definitely appreciated having us on in the background um, and uh, getting paid for it as well. Because every time somebody listens to it, (laughs) even if it's us, we get get paid. (laughs) It makes it real. Yes. You know, Katura, thank you for saying thank that. Thank you for saying We've that. had um, different producers from time to time for this show. And we've had um, coaching on the show, too. And they really want us to be more structured. Mm-hmm. Like, we're supposed to say each other's names three times an episode. Right. Okay. But we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to sing our theme song. <laughs> we're supposed to sing the theme song. At least twice. At least twice. We're supposed to. Um, there's a bunch of stuff that we're supposed to do that we were coached to do. Like we had this thing, a guy coached us. We had to say, um, let's talk about, go ahead. Let's talk about it. With the empowerment duo. (laughs) And we're supposed to do that three or four times during the show. Cause that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to do. Coaches that we respect. (laughs) That's what they told us. Absolutely. It just didn't work out like that. And we were supposed to uh, script out. I mean, um, subject out for a while. A week or two, what we're going to cover each time. And sometimes we still do that. Like when we get a book in our craw and we're like, okay, we're going to review this book. Right. We're going to talk about it. You know, that happens. Absolutely. But then there are also times when, you know, just like this, we get an idea that we start out thinking it's going to be one thing with control, mm-hmm. but the co-producers, you guys are so much better than anybody that can <laughs> yes. help. When you guys get engaged in the show, it gets so much gooder. It gets gooder and gooder and gooder. You know, um, another thing I, I was listening to last night before bed, it was like, one guy was like, um, stop telling people that you read books. Okay? <laughs> and the reason why he said that is unless you go ahead and tell them that books have influenced your thinking in certain ways. Like for me, I've, I've been often 
almost braggadocious about that I've read more than 700 books around selling and self-help. And um, but I did. I should also say, yes, I've read these many books. I can say that because it's true. I can say it. But I could also say and that has caused my thinking to be more acute in this particular area. It does. And it shapes you whether or not the book is whether you're getting positive or negative, you know, it's shaping, my it's thinking. shaping your thinking. Um, Vivian says, I love this show. Katura says, I feel you capture a broader audience and the information sticks because of how it's because of the way it's delivered. Thank, Thank you. you. So. And Vivian says, ah, you guys are all right. <laughs> We're rolling on the floor. And then she said, I, I love, love the show. this show. It makes my day. I love my song too. Absolutely. Speaking of songs, go ahead. Dr. It's Beverly. almost time for songs. Beverly says, we have different people share their thoughts on things that you all have entitled us a good conversation. Some of us come from the North, South, East and West. Some of us are wrong. Some of us are right. Some of us are learning to correct some things because of the content of the show. Wow. That is amazing. I know you got more to say, but I'm choked up. <clears throat> I can't I'm choked here, up. So you I'm choked up. It. Okay. Because of the content of this show. Everybody else's input, Lisa and Brian, I do believe and I'm shouting right now that you all are doing a great job. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Brother Mark Greer says, we've all been given a sound mind. However, not all minds are sound. When we let external forces influence our internal thoughts, we set ourselves up for turmoil. Life is about thought and choice. We are where we are based on our thoughts and choices. Consequently, we can go wherever we want to go based on our thoughts and our choices. We all should control both of these. Amen. Amen. Um, uh, Sister Vivian says, not almost, Brian. Not almost. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Chef Rev says, I love your format. Be you. Be creative. Yay. Uh, and really, Chef Kevin, I think being creative is one of the ultimate freedoms. Uh, I give thanks, and it's on my board. I give thanks for living a life where I get to be creative. Yes. And we encourage you to listen to the podcast in your background. Listen to it on whatever podcast platforms that you subscribe to. Definitely um, just go to ESP TV seven or ask for ask your smart speaker to play the empowerment duo podcasts. And she will. Yes. Um, let's go ahead. Now, the song Sister Vivian brought it up already. Yes. Uh, well, let's oh, catch wait, up the wait, comments wait. first. Yeah. Yes. Vivian said, if that's not the case, help, I need rescuing. I don't know what you need. We'll get there. Hopefully, we'll see you tonight at Women Empowerment Network. Jacqueline said, yes, Lisa, what I allow into me supports my ability to control the moments in my life the way I want. Since I cannot control others and life, it only takes a moment to be pulled into crazy. Yes, Lord. I create a mental and emotional foundation of what I pray and hope will keep me as close to what I desire. We're all so connected and life always coming at us. Love this. What When I share what we talk about with my son, I tenderly call, tenderly call you guys my duo. I love being your duo. <laughs> and I love that you told us you tell what we talk about here with your son. That's We're amazing. The West Coast duo. That's amazing to me. East Coast, West Coast. We're going to so, go to the top and sing y'all yes. songs. Now, what we're about to do now, this show's been going since October of 2016. It's a Monday through Friday show. Started out as a 15-minute show. Yes. Then it moved to a 30-minute show. Yeah. And then we moved into an hour-long show. And it's been an hour-long show now for four years. Yes. Okay. 
Now, we're not going past an hour either. <laughs> <laughs> but some of you guys have been rocking with us for years, and some of you guys are consistent contributors. I know that there are some regulars that never say anything. Mm-hmm. They come on here and they watch all the time because when I bump into them, they can tell me about episodes. Man, say something. We can shout you out. No, nah, I don't want to speak. But for you too, good morning as well. Good so, morning. But good we morning. have... Um, we like to thank you guys, and the way we thank you is with a greeting song or a greeting logo. Yes. Up first is our Speaking pastor. Of which Jones. we missed Miss Phyllis for a couple of days. I love her and I miss her, and I hope she catches the replay. Okay. Up first is our pastor George Allen, but we call him Chef Rev, and he's got a <laughs> her. His logo is Why must I eat like that? Why not hire Chef Rev? He puts the good food in me. He puts the good food in me. Good morning, Glenda. Glenda's riding on the freeway in makeup in her pink Cadillac. Ah. Good morning, Miss Glenda. How you doing, my hey. sister? Hey, you got some plans for Brother Tarnez and his happy Leo birthday? When's his birthday? <laughs> it's Friday. My mom's birthday is on the 13th or the 15th. 15th or the 13th. I don't know. I got to remember my mom's birthday. It's Facebook, 15. Facebook will tell you. No, it won't. Because I'm sure she ain't fill out that box right. Oh, okay. <laughs> the is on, babe. You start her song. Okay. Back to life. Back to Katora Green. However do you want it. However. Do you need it? Go back to my man. Good morning. Good morning. Jacqueline. Jacqueline Rosie, pretty little girl that I adore. You're the only one my heart beats for. I'm so glad that you are mine. Got it. Yes, Deborah Cross, the mother of Zippy Buzzy. He teaches kindness and respect to children. Julie Ray Hammontree. Find out what she means to me. Julie Ray Hammontree. <laughs> Good morning, Julie. How Good you morning, doing? Julie. I hope we see you tonight at Women Empowerment Network, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Leanne, Leanne. Ken is here. It's Leanne. It's Leanne. Time. Is a wheel in constant motion, always rolling us along. Tell me who wants to look back on their years and wonder where those years have gone. Good morning. I love the diversity of our song. (laughs) I love, love, love. Uh, Latanya Blackman, the champion champion of family. I love it. I love it. I don't have any water up here. You need some water? Yes, please. This one right there. Oh, man. Lucky us. Viviana. Vivian Reed is here. Vivian Reed is here. And now the show can go on. Her fax machine. Come on, baby, let's go. Come on. Oh, my goodness. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Vivian. You need Jacqueline? Yes, it's time for Mark Rear. So wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. 
so high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under a groove. He's getting down just for the funk of it. Mark Greer is under a groove. Nothing can stop us now. Yes. Julie Ray says, I'm at the Grasshoppers game with Alan Tate Realtors tonight. And I'm trying to get on with you on a Tuesday, but it's been a busy night of the week lately. That's a good thing. Well, that, I was about to say, that's a good thing. I know she's, uh, Julie Ray, I saw something about you guys, some Panthers magnets that you're trying to uh, share. Um, I would love for you to post that if you're still interested in sharing your Panthers magnets. Um, uh, there's a co couple of comments we missed. One of them is Dr. Beverly. Mm -hmm. Because this show, we have a new family. Lisa and Brian, we have new connections. We have different ideas, and we get to keep these things in our heart, share with them with other people. And yes, I tell people as well, I have to get on my TV show. And yes, Brian, <laughs> those silent people um, that are watching, especially the ones that are here in Charlotte that know my face and have been on my Facebook page, they know they know. put it together and call me out in public. Love it. Let's do Dr. Beverly's song. It's Dr. Beverly oh, is on the show. Dr. Beverly's on the show. I think that's the coolest thing. She just said <laughs> they call it out in public. I think it's just awesome. If I happen to be around, like say in a grocery store, and I overheard on another aisle, Dr. Beverly. Oh, man, I fall out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, my who's goodness. That? Who's that? Who's that next? I couldn't tell what you read or what you didn't read already. Okay. So I'm trying to go oh, on down. Next one songs. Oh, Tarnes' song is that? Yes. Do it, baby. Do it, do it, baby. Do it, baby. Do it, Tarnes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wait, let's go back up. Oh. Uh, what is a contributor? Wait a minute. Oh, how do I become one? I have no idea. Okay, uh, <laughs> Facebook decides that. <laughs> so you, you're talking about a con so we got a couple of ways to contribute. Obviously, you can um, become a sponsor if you have a oh, business contribute that you to the show. Share. Okay, you definitely are already a co-producer. You contribute content to us by your comments and by your response. We are looking at setting up a Patreon, but if you listen to our podcast on any one of the podcast platforms. Uh, even if it's just playing in the background, if you just have it running, or if you download it, we do get compensated somehow from that. Okay. That's Julie Ray, Ray Hammondtree says, yes. Anyone interested in getting a Panthers schedule magnet, magnet just That's let me know. It. I'll mail one off to you as soon as they get in my hands. Should be this week. Awesome. Get I a Panthers schedule that. magnet. Now, if it was a New York Giants schedule magnet, you'd get more sales. Oh, my goodness. Oh, um, Katura, I'm sorry. We did not know. Uh, Brother Tarnez's sister actually passed yesterday. That's why their plans are up in the air for Ooh. his birthday. So we're praying comfort over them, over him and the family for the loss that God has continued to hold him in their hands, that they know that they're surrounded by us and our love. And if you should need anything, Tarnez, please, please, please do not hesitate to reach out. We're, we're available. We want to be helpful. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Absolutely. I read that there. I love it. Natalia says she loves something. Thank you. Okay, I don't know how to fix your emojis, Miss Vivian. Yeah. <laughs> Brian feels that Margaret song. Yes, he feels, he feels that it. Song. He does feel it. <laughs> he does feel it. Uh, and Tarnes back at you. Do, do it, baby. baby. Do it, Tarnes. Yeah. <laughs> Why not do it, Tarnes Green instead of yeah? With the song. Okay. Okay. Have it however. You, you like heard it. the song. I haven't. That's why I haven't sung along with you. 
you need to hear the song. You'll like it too. I mean, they're they're quintessential '70s smooth R&B group. Uh, Julie says, "I'm not a Panther fan myself, but I'll post one on my file cabinet anyway." I love NFL and I watch about any game that comes in my TV market. Yeah, football's coming back in oh, less than a month. Less and than a month. In less than a month, I will receive your flowers and condolences because as soon as football comes, I become a football widow. Which is really no such thing. There is a such thing. There's really no such thing. There is a such thing. You're not you, a football widow. You're, you're saying your husband's gone to you for football. Yes. You can sit down anytime you want to, so you're not a widow. What would I do that for? You chose not to. Yes, not. So you're not a widow. You just chose not <laughs> no, to partake. Don't try it. I chose not to partake because I don't get football. You would I get sit it. With you can you. learn anything. I know, and I choose not to. Um, I sit with you. I will have my tablet. I will draw. I will do other things, but that's it. But don't say nothing. Um, don't tell Dr. me. Don't Dr. say Dr. Deborah Dunstan's a pop through. She said, "Good morning, Dr. Deborah." She goes, "Brian Keith McNeil. That class last night was great with exclamation points. I'm doing the work. Amen. Um, I am very proud of my class. I started. Um, I started curriculum." called the Sales Confidence Course. Certification class. A certification course, yes. Absolutely. And this is the most dynamic thing I've ever done in my career. But this time, I'm not just teaching them what to do. I'm actually doing the work with them daily, making sure they're doing it. That's part of my work every day now, checking on my class to make sure that they did the homework daily. And um, we had such a wonderful collection of people in the class last night. We had the right group. There were very smart people in the room last night, very smart, and their contributions were excellent, and I think I did good. I drove the train the right way. I was able to cover everything I wanted to cover in a timely manner last night. That made me feel good, but I was just really, really pleased with the people in the room, and Dr. Deborah Dunstan was one of those people, and I say thank you as well. Absolutely, and I am appreciative of that as well. Again, we've talked about uh, women empowerment networks and male empowerment networks on um, on tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. But what we haven't talked about is on Wednesday. Catch up. What Red Lee? Hey Red, <laughs> we ain't hey, seen our Red. girl Red Lee in a while. Red Lee, it is still on my website of you reading aloud. My not just for children's book, Why Rhinos Make Great Sales People. That honored me so much. Red did it on her own volition. I didn't ask her to. She was reading my children's book to her children and recorded it. And it's such a beautiful rendition. So it's still on my website. So good morning, Ms. Red Lee. Thank you. <laughs> and um, thank you for giving that a name, Julie Ray Hammond Tree. She said it's good for couples to have something to one's own liking. At the same time, it's an act of love to companion your partner's interests. Go ahead and do art beside your man in life. We call that a parallel play. It's parallel play. healthy for all. Uh, Shy Smith swung through. Um, yeah, sing Shy song. And when she sees your face, there's not a thing that she would change because Shy will accept you, you just the way you are. The way you are. <laughs> Good morning, Miss Shy Smith. How you doing? Absolutely. Every time I sing that about my sister, if you look at her Facebook page, you believe that about her. We didn't um, sing Dr. Deborah's song. We didn't sing Dr. Deborah's song. We're going to do that right now. Dr. Deborah, healing and 
deliverance coach. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is, and so much more. You know, actually, the one time the one time that Brian chose to attend something that he wouldn't normally attend with me, he actually found a tremendous amount of value from it and actually has his own affinity for it. And that was one of Dr. Deborah's classes where we went to together. I think it was um, the Crystals 101 class. Yes, it was the Crystals 101 class. I knew she was going to talk about crystals. I knew she was going to talk about rocks. I like Dr. Deborah, so I was willing to, but I didn't think I was going to be interested in it when I got there. And I will tell you that I learned a lot. And what uh, and she was such a uh, patient teacher about what crystals and their place in the Bible and their and the stones and the value of them in the Bible and how they were used throughout history. That really, really interested me and made me get interested in rocks as well and, and, and crystals as well. And my son is really, really into them as well. So I have a little brown bag as well of my stones. That okay. bag actually came from Melissa. Yes, it did. Yeah, the bag came from Melissa Price. The crystals came from Dr. Deborah, mm-hmm. and then you got the two uh, crystal bracelets. Yes, that you also got from our empowerment circle. I do. They're so. downstairs now, but I do have the bracelets as well. Um, so yes, Lisa's right. I did find value in something I did not initially think. So Lisa, when the Giants are playing, I've tried. <laughs> so that means the game is over. No, the game I not tried. over. If, game if, not if, over. If everyone else watched, did that way, so, so people wouldn't be able to walk mm-hmm. right now. You don't try to walk and then listen, say, I listen, tried, listen, listen. and that's I watched, over. I could watch the highlights because there's just a bit of stuff and people are explaining it. I can love that. I can't watch four hours worth of highlights. But well, the game is three hours long. Yeah, anyway, no. I don't need it. It's not guy. three hours long. It's three it's hours for fake. No, it's not. The game is 60 minutes long. Yes, and it takes three hours to complete 60 minutes. And then you got to la- listen to what the, the, the talking head said about it right, after. Right. I like got- football. And look, I don't have to have company for football for myself. I can watch it completely alone, and I'm good. You know, you know this to be true. Yes. Okay. Especially when I'm outside with a stick. Oh, he could do a lot of things completely alone, but I tell you what he can't. And I'm going to tell you what what to keep him coming back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, tell him, baby. Tell it. Go ahead and say it. I'm not talking to you. Go ahead and say it. I'm talking to the people. What will make me come back? Right. <laughs> we all grow and broaden our life experience and influence by sharing opportunities that others bring to our lives. Absolutely. 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 Oh, Red, you know what we do have? We might not have any more. I think we got it at the old house. Was um, Red sent some little loving Red notes. Lee. Red Lee sent little loving notes to us with Brian's favorite thing in them in all the world. Brian loves more than anything else. Glitter. I hate glitter. Okay. <laughs> she knows this. She knows this. So Red Lee sent us a nice thank you. It note. was the cutest thank you. It was but a it little tiny glitter all over it. And he loves glitter. I do not like glitter. Because <laughs> you can't wash off glitter. You can shower every single day. She got to stay with us for quite a while. I you can shower we, every day. I think we had to leave the whole house. And to a get week away later, a week later, that same glitter is on you, or you find glitter in a different place. I know I've washed my face a hundred times. Why is that glitter on my cheek? Because glitter is forever. You've been watching Let's Talk About It with the Empowerment Duo. I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And I am Brian Keith McNeil. And we are glad to have been 
here with you guys. This is our fifth season, and we are here Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm not going to say I hate glitter. <laughs> what I will say is I severely dislike it. How about that? <laughs> Julie Ray said he's obviously had some glitter trauma in his life. <laughs> have I had glitter trauma? I think I have had glitter trauma. Oh my gosh, I think I was like 23. At the strip club? At the strip club. <laughs> I think I was like 23, and I hadn't been to strip clubs like this. I've been to army strip clubs, military strip clubs. They don't have no glitter there? Not like the civilian military strip clubs, not the same civilian strip clubs. Mm -hmm. but anyway, so this dancer, I'm standing up near the front, and she, I had on a shirt, I was right after work, you know, with co workers. I had on a shirt and tie. And um, so she was playing with me. And she comes on over there. Don't use the word. And she Wait, takes my tie off my neck because I still have my tie on. <laughs> and she takes my tie and she starts dancing with my tie and dragging my tie all around her body. And then when she finished playing my tie, she handed it to me and it's just all this freaking glitter and lotion on this nasty thing. <laughs> I threw that thing away. <laughs> George Allen said, I'll say it. I hate it. Right. <laughs> Chef Rev, I got you. I got you. Uh, even, I got you. Even the lotion you. that for a while seemed to be popular. Young ladies are wearing lotion with glitter. With glitter in it? it? Yes. Uh, I have some. Yeah, keep it, baby. Because <laughs> oh, so, if I find it, <laughs> it's going to magically disappear. <laughs> Julie Ray says she wanted you to remember her, and I, you do. And I, I do remember her. She remembers her as the nasty glitter lotion chick. Everyone that time away. I, I ain't even like the tie no more. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Ladies, tonight I can't wait to see you 7 p.m. Eastern. If you can join us, we'll be there via Zoom. Dress up from the neck up. And we look forward to hearing how we can celebrate you one-on-one. -on -one, and we're excited about that. Goodbye. Um, Ms. Vivian said, goodbye. My ears are burning now. My ears are burning now. Julie Ray says she's rolling on out loud. But we love you guys. And it's, it's what's today? Tuesday. Tuesday. Don't forget to have sex. Peace. <laughs> oh, Chef Rev tossed his wife's glitter lotion.